0: Okay. okay, 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 it's been um, a while. I moved from Colorado to Washington. Yeah, so a oh, big move uh, and during COVID, but I had a really fun road trip. Uh, you know, a friend of mine came with me and uh, we had a great time. On the third day of driving, we stopped in the Columbia River Gorge and oh, it out. Yeah, it was beautiful. Lovely. Oh, and at that point, you know, we had been in like very dry country, and we got back into into the Pacific Northwest, and it was raining and overcast, and we were like, ah, home, we
1: can breathe again. (laughs)
0: Ah, beautiful Pacific Northwest. And then we actually, when we actually drove into Washington, it started like pouring down. Rain and like a rainstorm, and we were like, Yes, wow! Oh, the sun was so bright on our eyes. <laughs> cleanse we... us,
1: cleanse us, us. the
0: rain. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> the sun, no, the sun, so, oh, it's so bright! So bright, bright. Our poor eyes.
1: <laughs> we did, oh. we did grow up. In the Northwest. In the Northwest. Oh, yes, the northwest.
0: oh my goodness. Uh, well, and also speaking of growing up, we also grew up with our movie for today. Do you feel warmed up? Do you feel warmed
1: up? I feel very warm. Sorry. Um, All right. Do okay. you feel warm? Do you feel Do warmed? Feel warm? The feel cuckles warm. of your
0: heart, are they you warm? Know, I, I, feel, I feel pretty cozy. Feel pretty okay. Cozy. Okay. Yes. Yes, this movie was a big part of our childhood. I We watched it so many times in the car. So many times. In, in oh, yeah, the it, was, it was
1: one of our car movies. Our yeah. car movies. We just, <laughs> it was wow. a big deal, though. It was a really big deal. It was tiny, a really big deal. Tiny, back. tiny right, little just screen.
0: Us, just let us have this, okay? It was a really big deal back then. And <laughs> we didn't have tablets to, like, throw into the back with our oh, children. Oh, that's true. And so now people have tablets, don't now they? Now people just have tablets, so... So we we rejoiced in our tiny little screen in the back seat. And we watched Sinbad just on repeat. Those were the days. I was just trying to, (laughs) you know, weave a picture uh, for our audience. But but before we get into, God, this uh, soundtrack still like slams. Oh my God. It's it's so good. It's so good. The world's most valuable object is on its way to Syracuse. It's a shame it'll
1: never get there.
0: <laughs> After today, we retire to
1: Fiji. Ah! Fiji. Hail, I him. Fight. <laughs> Let's get rich. I'm gonna, da, 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 Anna, da, 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 I'm gonna have it like, da, da. <laughs> I'll do the clip from the movie, and then it'll, like, it will move into that soundtrack, and then it will splice into you singing it. <laughs> Yes! That is,
0: that is genius.
1: Oh, man. Okay. No, it just, the soundtrack, I mean, it's like that thing of like the senses besides. I'm just going to keep going because I know you're just going to keep singing. S-
0: okay, okay, okay. All right. okay. I'm, ready. I'm ready, I'm ready.
1: It feels like the sound, you know, it's that kind of thing of like senses other than sight just really like bring you right back to a time. And Right and it's the music for this it's the sound it is uh... it's such a gorgeous soundtrack
0: hello everyone this is the podcast credo kia absurdum the podcast that analyzes texts and other pieces of media both from contemporary times and from antiquity And today we will be focusing on Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas, which was released by DreamWorks in 2003.
1: So brandish your cutlass and give your pistols a roguish spin. Oh my god, carry on,
0: don't stop. A roguish
1: spin and join us for a grand adventure on the high seas.
0: Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point!
1: <laughs> I feel like that just like oh that was just like gay pirate all the way down.
0: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Grand adventure on the high seas. On the high seas. I've been reading like a lot.
1: I've been reading. Uh, I've been reading the Count of Monte Cristo.
0: Oh yeah. Which
1: just like it's gay pirates. It's just gay pirates. So
0: okay. Um, anyway. Well, yes, love this. So, why are we talking about this movie in particular? It's a little
1: bit of a, it's a little bit of a, a different, different direction for us. We haven't, yeah, done for sure. We've been deep
0: in. We haven't done a movie, and we've been deep in uh, the uncanny. And this is the most contemporary piece we've we've done yet, by so. far. Yeah, <laughs> by far. Yes. So we've been. I deep guess like, how? Uncanny. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, you're right. I guess how was from the eighties all right well whatever <laughs> but anyway
1: yeah this is different this is different but um different. i feel like i this came to me as a, in, a, in a reverie as like <laughs> oh my god i must talk about for some reason i just felt like i had to talk about this movie
0: actually that's really true we were trying to decide what to do yet last week and kat and are like anna jane anna jane let's do sinbad and i was like well, that doesn't really match <laughs> anything that we've done so far. It's not really uncanny. It's not, I you don't know, really spooky. And Kat's like, yeah, yeah, but, but what if we did it? And but, they <laughs> do but it. But what if we did it? And I was like, okay, well, what about these other options? That yeah, those are cool. Those are cool. But but. <laughs>
1: Sinbad.
0: <laughs> okay. Anyways. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I. And I think I. I don't know. I think it does have like like for me it's one of those old like it just lives in the memory of like it was such a formative movie for us and it's a funny one because mm-hmm. it was such a flop like I never knew anyone else who had seen it as when we were kids so it was like really funny to like have that movie it was just kind of like our special thing and I do think it. I mean, as we'll go into a little bit probably because this was like part of like the movie's production, it was. It's really rewatching it. I'm like, oh my god, there is so much sexual innuendo in this yeah. movie. It's nuts. Um, and uh, and I think it was kind of like formative for my like sexual awakening. To be honest, <laughs> if we're gonna go there, which, If we
0: want to go there. I mean,
1: if we want to go there, not? which. Oh, I mean, yeah. what has this whole podcast been except, like, me delving into... Revisiting like, our <laughs> sexual awakening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what what was it that formed it? So, this, you know, if that is the theme, <laughs> we have... Yeah, you know, we got Freud, we have Howell.
0: <laughs> That's all... Wow, you're right. Maybe that... I was laughing at it as a joke before, but maybe there's some truth there. Uh, <laughs> anyway. So, anyway. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah. So, why well, don't you go into a little bit of your back? Why don't you go into your background?
0: Sure. So, I mean, I I basically just know this uh, story from <laughs> the DreamWorks version, but it was kind of interesting getting into the, the actual background of of Sinbad, the character in literature. So... So this uh, story first appeared in One Thousand and One Nights, a collection of stories and folk tales that were uh, compiled during the Islamic Golden Age. And I put like pretty heavy quotes on Islamic Golden Age because this was actually a a period, a title for a period of like Middle Eastern history that was put onto it in uh, the 1900s, and the 19th century, by like. Uh, people who are fetishizing the middle east by Ew. english and other authors mm-hmm. you know who were taking another look at it was in a movement called orientalism so it was right. mainly like english and other european uh, uh scholars and artists who were drawing and painting depictions of uh, the middle east heavy quotes because it was just sort of their understanding of it and with this movement came a, a big mo- like a, you know interest in uh, looking at the history of islam and of the middle east uh, and thus uh, this period of time became known as the golden age but like you know right do you have a question as termed by
1: by the west
0: as ter- yeah um. exactly uh, anyways but regardless like uh Yes, so this is term, the Islamic Golden Age, very questionable. However, between the 8th and the 14th century, there were huge developments in Islamic culture, in mathematics, astrology, philosophy, and theology uh, that changed, you know, the world. And uh, there was also a really big move and emphasis on literature. Um, So this is just how I learned it. You know, there might be flaws in here, but... Like, language is really deeply important in Islamic art, unlike in some more uh, Catholic or Judeo-Christian traditions where, like, image is really important, language is more important in Islamic depictions. And so there were huge government-sanctioned efforts at the time to grow literacy in the populace um, and then also to translate work from many conquered cultures within the Islamic empire. Um, And it's actually due to this period that we have many important texts from antiquity that were compiled by Islamic scholars, translated into Arabic, and then retranslated again into English or Hebrew.
1: Oh, Um, that's cool. That's interesting. yeah.
0: Yeah, so the first account of Sinbad appeared in 1001 Nights, which was later translated and renamed in the 1700s to the Arabian Nights, which is what a lot of people are familiar with. So, that's just my little bit of background. Yeah.
1: I feel like this is something that, like, I mean, I would love to do a, like, real text from this period, maybe, or some kind of more direct piece, as opposed to Sinbad. Yeah, the Dream version. (laughs) So maybe this is something we can go deeper into at some point. But yeah, so Sinbad: Legend of the Seven Seas, <laughs> DreamWorks Pictures was
0: uh <laughs> was ooh, ooh. I have uh, I have one what, more what? note. Sorry, it was originally Sinbad and the Seven Voyages, so it was centered around several different series of Sinbad, the character going off and having adventures, you know, fantastical adventures. Um, but oh, in the, not, original,
1: no. in the original, in the original
0: yeah in the original but it wasn't like the seven I- i'm just like curious if this is just maybe like a mistranslation or something because it wasn't seven seas it was seven voyages seven which makes more sense for the what
1: which makes more sense as to what happens in the movie they i know they like way seven seas what are the seven <laughs> I seas i don't know um <laughs> it was the last traditional animation movie that dreamworks did because dreamworks basically had a couple successes Obviously, Shrek was like hugely successful, mm-hmm. and then they were like, "All right, well, we're going to try to do that because Sinbad didn't really work out that well." Which it might have worked, but it unfortunately came out the same week as Pirates of the Caribbean, and everyone was like, "Well, I'm going to go see that movie and not
0: <laughs> this, this animated animated movie,
1: right?" And uh, so this is from an article in Polygon that I let we can link in the description, but they uh, even shared Pirates of the Caribbean and and Sinbad Legend of the Seven Seas actually even shared some of the same screenwriters and those screenwriters had been brought on to advise the team on sinbad and then left because it wasn't it was kind of like a too childish like they didn't like that the story was mm-hmm. being taken in this very like child audiences direction which i mean i feel like you could like they were not interested in that they wanted to do pirates of the caribbean like sexy yeah. swashbuckling pirates and you can kind of see the impact in sinbad the movie that there is this like weird pull between between the stories between like uh it feels like it's a children's movie sometimes, but other times you're like, is it, though? Like, who are you catering to? Yeah, yeah, for
0: Unclear. sure. Unclear.
1: Um, so, like, to do a quick summary of the movie, uh, we have the... This is actually just also taken from the Polygon article because I really liked this. I thought they did a good job with their description. So, in the movie, Cocky Pirate Sinbad, played by Brad Pitt, is framed by the goddess Eris, Michelle Pfeiffer, for stealing a priceless artifact to save the life of his noble friend, Prince Proteus, who offers to take Sinbad's place in prison. Sinbad must journey to Eris's realm at the end of the world, determined to make sure Sinbad doesn't just yeet off. Proteus's fiance, fearless ambassador Marina, Catherine Zeta-Jones, sneaks onto his ship, and then along with Sinbad's crew, they sell the end of the war- earth, encountering many obstacles along the way. So, yeah. Yes. That's, uh...
0: That's what happens. <laughs> it happens there. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, I don't know where we should start exactly, but I will say that this movie, like, moves really fast. It I does, I was surprised on the rewatch. It did, really doesn't wait for anything, and... Uh, it just, like, jumps right into the action.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We should also say, I would say if you like children's movies, if you, or children's, I mean, if you like animated movies, if you like fun movies, if you like fun movies. Do
0: you even, do you like fun movies? Or do you, you even you like, like fun movies? movies? Do you even oh. like bad and boring movies?
1: <laughs> I feel like, you know, it's like, if you like Treasure Planet,
0: yeah. You will like this movie. Actually, <laughs> like- surprisingly, cat I know that we love Treasure Planet. We but did Treasure love- Planet was also a flop. <laughs> I know, I know. We <laughs> just liked all of the flop pirate movies we're like yes, true. this is Why the content we-, we want. <laughs>
1: But I would definitely recommend this movie if you like
0: (laughs) other movies of
1: the like. You can probably tell if you would like it or not. Uh, Anyways, if you do want to watch it, I would say probably don't listen to this podcast because we'll probably spoil a lot of it. But it's on Hulu. Treasure Planet and this movie have such a similar dramatic vibe to them. Yeah. And I don't know, I think it's like, I think it's, they have a really, they establish a really cool setting. And Mm -hmm. they do that in Tragic Planet, they do that in this movie, with the first scene brings you into heiress the goddess of discord like her <laughs> celestial lair and she's talking to these like star creatures about how she's gonna like she's like how will i fuck up people's lives today
0: <laughs> wait so i I messaged cat about this when i was watching it but she has the li- she has a line where she's like I pull one tiny thread and the whole world crumbles into chaos. Um, but then her version of a tiny thread is to like throw a sea monster at people. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, like love it. Yeah, that is that's pretty chaotic to just encounter that's, <laughs> a sea that's monster. Pretty
1: chaotic. <laughs> Really subtle, subtle really stuff. Really subtle. It's uh,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: and I and I just I don't know, like her whole the way we only see this framing of like looking up t- at her, and she's this yeah. kind of like smoke creature who's yes. like s- fluming up into existence, and I I just think it's really cool.
0: Oh yeah, it's an it's amazing aesthetic, and also like the first scene of uh, Syracuse and, like, these, you know, tall, very Greco city, and you get, like, this, uh, you know, introduction that Syracuse is a part of seven different cities, you know, that there is uh, some caucus of uh, of ambassadors uh, and diplomats and politicians that are meeting for this really big event, the Book of Peace. Like, it's very world-building in pretty subtle ways.
1: Yeah, and as you said, very quick. So... So when we jump in so like Eris has the world. She has this little world and she's like, I'm just gonna chuck a sea monster down there. And then yeah. it, you follow the sea monster, it zooms downward.
0: I was always really confused about about her world. I'm like, does each god have a version of the world? Like I know, that was very just, or is
1: she the only god? She's the only like, one? I don't know. Yeah, it's not seem to
0: have much company. With the other gods, she just hangs out with the celestial beasts,
1: right? I yeah, don't know.
0: This is, this is probably anyway.
1: Not <laughs> you 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 zoom down into the into this scene of the two ships chasing each other, and I just think that's a very cool. It's like yes, it's it's like very suddenly immersive, and then you're you're on this ship, and there's all this like you know, Sinbad and his swashbuckling crew are like cracking jokes about how they're gonna like steal the book of peace which also, side note, I don't know what the Book of Peace does. Anyway, that's a different conversation. We can talk about that later. Um, but, no, we'll
0: figure it out later.
1: But, uh, uh, yeah, we're introduced to a few of his crew, including his first mate, Kale, who is, like, maybe my favorite character. I'm not sure. I, I'm in love with I, Kale. He's so oh my beautiful. my gosh, I love <laughs> the whole crew. They're amazing. That's true. There's Each one gets a personality right off the bat. Yes. Oh, yeah, You exactly. have the twins There's who like, are always betting on things. Yep, you have the West Weapons guy,
0: you have rat. Uh, the have like Kale. I don't
1: know, like Sicilian, like uh,
0: <laughs> like
1: man who swings about the ropes and like appears. I don't know. <laughs> Very good cat. Very <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's <laughs> a horrible description. I don't know how to describe rat, but um, he's fun. But I do yeah. love him. I do love him. And also, also Kale is voiced by Dennis Hayesbert. Who is the Allstate guy? Oh. I didn't know that, but now yeah, it's probably right. I now it's all I can hear when I hear Kayla's voice.
0: Oh, I I don't really know what the Allstate guy is. Then.
1: You don't know the? Oh my God, Anna!
0: Jesus look, Christ!
1: Allstate, you're okay, in good hands. Okay, this is not all right. All right, okay. <laughs> so, so um, you know, so they 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 attack the ship. They attack the ship. The Prince of Syracuse's ship. And because they're gonna steal the book of peace, and there's this great fight, and they're fighting, and basically the the pirates have the day, they have the ship, and mm-hmm. then you look up to the poop deck. Maybe it's the poop deck. I don't know, but I don't know, know the parts ship. of the
0: ship. It's starburst bow, bow. I know so that there a, is a poop the, deck, the and so I'm gonna say the that helm. it's the poop
1: deck. Oh. Um, <laughs> and you look, and you look up, and Sinbad is like, oh my god. <laughs> This
0: Proteus it's and proteus. Uh, and then um, yeah no and this is another thing it's just moving right along they're swashbuckling they're stealing the book they they you know hijack the ship but uh, oh it's my childhood friend like it's a, my
1: childhood oh. best friend who I haven't seen for ten years and uh, and so they have this kind of fraught reunion and Sinbad's like I'm gonna steal yeah. the book anyways and Proteus is like. It's Don't like, really? It. You're going to do it? But but you love me. <laughs> yeah,
0: and that's Proteus' kind of entire character throughout the whole right. uh, movie. is Basically, he's just like, no, no, you wouldn't no, do that. No, like, you, you wouldn't me. do that. You wouldn't do that. I'd bet my life on it. I'd bet my life on it. And so it's like, I'm totally going to do, do it. it. Watch me <laughs> do it.
1: And Watch then he's do like,
0: it. I didn't do it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I love you, Proteus. I do. I, I, I do. Just love for you, you Proteus.
1: I <laughs> <do>. <laughs> so I have a whole full gay agenda for this, but I'll get into that in a moment. Um, so yeah, like Proteus has this like they're they're Sinbad's like looking at the book and then and he's like I'm gonna steal it and then Proteus says like you disappear for ten years, show up and rob me. <laughs> which like i mean okay whatever there's just tension here and then they have this very like sexy sword fight that they're both like obviously enjoying and oh my like, gosh oh they're my like gosh. smiling so at true. each other
0: <laughs> like, yeah <and laughs> the, they're, the they're tension showing, they're, they're showing off to each other too. right they're like yeah, look yeah, at yeah. how much we've done in these 10 years
1: yeah and then suddenly the sea monster shows up there they have to and they're thrown into this situation where they have to work together to defeat the sea monster uh, and then as just as they defeat the sea monster it falls off board the ship and it drags sinbad down with it and then and then Proteus attempts to leap off the boat after Sinbad, <laughs> and is and, and his is held back, held, hold him back. You just yes. see so much dedication in Proteus's face. <laughs> <So> <laughs> anyway, true. I um, also
0: I do want to mention like uh, the. Just, like, how funny this whole movie is. Like, the guy who gets eaten by the sea monster and then thrown back up and then keeps fighting. Right? I don't know (laughs) if this is important, but it's really funny.
1: (laughs) And then Sinbad goes, give that guy a raise. Uh, Give that guy a
0: raise. So many quips. So many quips.
1: It's, you know, it's the classic cartoon quippiness. Yeah, and so... And, and so they fight the sea monster. Sinbad gets pulled down into the water where Eris emerges. Eris emerges as oh, this amazing. enormous creature and she blows a bubble that she, that like Sinbad falls into this enormous bubble. And he's like standing, looking up at this giant
0: goddess. Yeah, and I and remember. A mo- I know. I know what you're about to talk like about. Like being like, oh my God. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> Is this this awakening something something in me? me?
0: (laughs) I hope this doesn't awaken something in me. (laughs) Um, Well, and then Sinbad and Eris have tons of tension, too. They
1: do, they do. Oh, my God. Sinbad just, he just, everyone, he gets around. And uh, I love the line where Aeris says, Sinbad. And then she's like, she's like, catwalking toward him. She's like strutting oh, toward him oh my God. with her hand on her amazing. hip and she says, "Sinbad, you don't have a heart." That's what I like about me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't even get through it. What it just like reeks it. of sexual tension and 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 Sinbad gives her this once over. He's like, Oh, shit. Which, like, you're with him there. You're like, Whoa, what the fuck is happening? Um, but anyway, it's just really funny that this is a children's movie. Anyway, so she basically tells him to steal the book for her because she'll award him with untold riches. And so he and his crew are like, all right, well, let's go to Syracuse and let's steal the book for real. And so they uh, they show up at Syracuse at the party. And there he meets Proteus again, where Proteus says – I don't see you for ten... This is my Proteus voice. I think it's pretty good.
0: Honestly, it's pretty good.
1: I don't see you for ten years and now twice in one day? Oof, you're smothering me.
0: <laughs> Which just like... Uh, Proteus, uh, what a okay. good boy. Good He's boy, such Proteus. a good
1: boy. Love him. Uh, and then uh, we meet... And Proteus is like, and I want you to meet someone. And you can already see Sinbad's a little bit like... Okay, okay. And then he says, and this is my fiancee, Marina.
0: And it's Catherine Zeta Jones.
1: And it's Catherine Zeta Jones who has the silkiest voice. Yeah. So does and Michelle Pfeiffer. Both the women in this movie are just like are just like Nailing their voices it. are are yep. amazing. Okay, so and and so then he meets Marina and then it's it seems that he changes his mind about stealing the book. He's like telling his crew to like pack right. up. Right. They have the whole classic trope. I love the guy with the weapons who's just like unloading all his weapons and we yeah. have that classic Love It. Great trope. And uh but then they leave almost immediately and they're like, Pack it up and he's like J- oh. <laughs> But I just
0: thought uh, Anyway. I don't know if I don't um, know if you said he he's he's frustrated because he just got finished unloading all of the weapons that he was carrying on his person and yeah. now he has to pack them back up.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I I just rewatching this. I feel like this would be just like such a great start to a romantic movie because I mean I know it kind of is a romantic movie, but it's like Sinbad mm-hmm. and Marina and so like whatever, but. We have the the initial interaction between Sinbad and Proteus. I know it's, I like, you can make the argument. I think you can't, it's like perfectly fine to say like, oh, they're just really, they were really good friends. I personally prefer a little bit of a queered reading. But regardless, I don't think it's like overt queer coding. But you have like, the they're like childhood friends one is the prince with all his responsibilities and the other is the swashbuckling thief and they have the tension and they have the the sword fighting scenes and they have and they have Proteus saying if you want the book you'll have to go through me and you're just like oh my and it's really a pity to me that like that like we don't get to see more of Proteus and Sinbad's dynamic yeah. beyond really this scene
0: because, yeah, it's like- true. Proteus is the emotional stake. So they like Sinban has to come back from his quest because he has to See Proteus again. He has to like save Proteus. And so they have to like do this really quick characterization of Proteus and then abandon him. And it's really too bad because right. they did such a good <laughs> job at their chemistry. Um right. And they that- made
1: Proteus really simple. They made him, mm-hmm. he's just a pure, pure-hearted prince. He just wants what's best and yet when they put him in the room with Sinbad and Sinbad is like sliding around him and Sinbad is like poking him and like, and, and and Proteus is responding and they're getting back into this dynamic that they had 10 years ago and it's like Proteus loosens up a little bit he's having a little fun he's getting a little cheeky yeah. and they're just like it's really fun it's a
0: really yeah. good I like it I like it a lot no, and it's so anyway. such a good – it's such a good setup because, yeah, as you say, like, Proteus is, like, the goody two-shoes, but, like, he got into some trouble with Sinbad. You know that right. they – Right. You know that <laughs> <Right>. they <laughs> – Anyway. That's true, yeah. Um, All right, so we move on. Next so, scene, next scene. I want to talk about the next scene. Okay.
1: You want to talk about – Oh, um, well, I'm mean, Aris- uh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. So – Basically, like, we learn that, that Proteus and Marina, you know, they are betrothed. <laughs> but Marina always has had dreams of, of traveling the sea. Which, like, okay, I wish they'd done a little more with her, but fine. At the very least, I feel like Catherine Zeta-Jones has such a beautiful, melodious, perfect, amazing voice. And I'm in love with Catherine Zeta-Jones. And, <laughs> and her voice just imbues imbues marina with personality and so you know there's that anyway so eris upon realizing that sinbad isn't going to steal the book for her is like well i guess i'm just gonna have to do it myself
0: and then we get this i i love the scene where she steals it's it's incredible yeah so uh, i'm gonna describe it but so like yeah she's like i just have to do this myself And then she becomes like a little wispy thing. And in the background, after... Marina and Proteus's discussion. You see this shadowy figure start climbing a tower in the background, and Eris's theme song comes in, and you zoom into the tower, and she's like sort of smoking around, and she does this thing where she like is messing with the guards, and she's like putting out the lights like one by one, and they're hissing, and and then and then the best thing i love this is she creates like a bodysuit of sinbad and then kind of gets into it yeah um, she like arm
1: by arm yeah like, loops herself into it
0: yeah so maybe this is a little bit of the double um yeah yeah maybe we have a little we can do it we can we can we can get freud in here like <laughs>
1: We can get Freud in here. We can I make think it happen. The knives, personally, I think I have a theory that the knives represent penises.
0: Penises. <laughs> that's how we get Freud in here. We just
1: call out every vaguely phallic object. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but knives do play a pretty big. I'll just okay, say but, but look, but big big I'll just while. say <laughs> like so. Ares has stolen one of one of Sinbad's knives and leaves it at the scene of the crime. So Sinbad gets framed for this for the crime. And then she steals the books and she spirits it away and and Sinbad gets blamed for the crime and he's brought to trial and he's like, I didn't do it. Excellent. It's funny because, like, I just, I I can't even
0: tell the difference.
1: (laughs) He's like, you, It's funny because Brad Pitt does, has his fully, like, American, like, yeah, he Missourian doesn't, accent. He
0: doesn't try to change it
1: at all. He doesn't <laughs> change it whatsoever. Everyone else is, like, kind of vaguely Euro-sounding, but not... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but Brad Pitt's like, What is this bullshit? I didn't do it! Direct quote from the movie. But then Proteus, you know, struts in with his noble brow you know and he's like i demand the right of substitution i will go to jail in his place and then he's like i i do i think it's funny because like proteus again is like <laughs> sinbad's like don't do that i don't want you to do it <laughs> proteus is like yeah, you really would do yeah you would do the same for me
0: <laughs> and sinbad and just sinbad says like no i wouldn't sinbad like sinbad says no i wouldn't and then produce is like yeah but you would though like but you would though,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you would, though. <laughs> and then
0: sinbag's like sinbag Sin- sinbag sinbad is like
1: okay i guess i
0: will (laughs) okay so so proteus takes uh, sinbad's place it sets up sinbad to go complete the quest to steal the book back from eris and return it to syracuse to save proteus Uh, then the rest of the movie is uh, sinbad uh, running off encountering obstacles uh, on his way to get the book from eris in the final climax
1: um and ma- with Marina and with, with Marina. Marina
0: yes so Marina bribes her way onto the ship and yeah she stows
1: away alright
0: well I have some favorite parts what are your I, I do too
1: I mean okay so the first the first thing that they encounter is of course the sirens yeah which I love I love the sirens I love
0: the perhaps get- another moment of sexual awakening <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: god Oh my God. well because first we have aaron's in a bubble bath
0: <laughs> oh my gosh you're so no 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 is that the no she's bath? got a
1: she's got yeah, or she's, she's got, got like a, a martini. martini
0: glass yeah and she licks her finger and <laughs> on, spins stop. and spins the um <laughs> the liquid in the glass yeah that, yeah then. so <laughs> i know that's a it's a bit of a weird moment because uh You know, like, there is a lot of queer coding going on. Like, I'd say with Kale, too, and uh, with Sinbad, and then, like, they have to add this scene where they're like, no, they're straight. Everyone's straight. Um, They're all men that are are led to ruin by the sexy ladies.
1: Yeah, because up to this, I mean, because Sinbad wanted to go to Fiji instead of saving... Yeah, saving Proteus Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. and they're like oh the ladies and Sinbad's like trying to get Kale to be like the ladies and And Kale's like very uninterested and then he goes they're cannibals Sinbad and I mean just watch the movie for the sake of seeing the Allstate guy say they're cannibals Sinbad Sinbad. because (laughs) it's all worth it for Kale saying that and um (laughs) but yeah no that's true I you know yeah, I always hate, I, I do always dislike something that's like, oh, it only affects men. Because like, what about queer people? What about like... Yeah, people? it would affect, affect me about? too.
0: Thank you very much. <clears throat> it do- It did, inf- it did, it affect, did affect, affect us.
1: <laughs> Those <laughs> it sirens <does> mean- <laughs> were weird, clear women that were somehow <laughs> very interesting. And they had sharp teeth. <laughs> and sharp, spiky teeth. And, the, but the only people who aren't affected, I do think it's a good,
0: all right. <laughs> <laughs> and a dope theme
1: song. Carry on. Yeah, they do have a beautiful song. I love the Siren song. But I, I do like this thing that, where it's like only Marina and the dog are not affected.
0: Yeah, so
1: I mean, they were does, like Marina yes. needs to handle this on her own. But yes, but you know that's a lot for one person to deal with. So we'll <laughs> have the dog. <laughs> over. Spike, admittedly, great character. I love great Spike. Great character. Um, yeah, yeah. So basically, Marina saves them from the luscious. <laughs> these luscious uh, sexy ladies sexy sexy ladies gets them through and then the whole crew i love when the whole crew is like oh who saved us sinbad saved marina Marina. and then they all go marina marina saved us oh my god marina saved us and then the whole crew is just on her side on her side yeah they just love her they just they're all about marina i this is actually i kind of okay sinbad after that is like He's spewing all this bullshit, like this sexist, you know, it's like a dumb, it's kind of like a stupid, like early 2000s plot, plot point of like Mm -hmm. Sinbad being like, there's no place on this ship for a woman. And like, this is why women shouldn't drive. And just, but I do like that literally no one has time for it.
0: Yeah, it is true. No one <laughs> on his crew takes him seriously with this. Yeah. Marina the dog doesn't. Spike is so judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Spike is like, that wasn't cool, man.
1: We yeah. were at. Right. Marina has no time for it. The whole crew has no time for it. And I feel like this is how it's like men taking out. This is how you should react to casual sexism. <laughs> Fucking freeze freeze out your boys out. who are who aren't drinking their respect yeah. lemon juice
0: I mean, I will um, say, though, that although there is this pretty cool moment, I, I did feel on the rewatch that you know, there's that moment later when, you know, Marina and Sinbad are finally having their, their first big conflict, and uh, and Sinbad makes some gross joke about how, like, he's the only man. You know, he's like, oh, you've right, I've right. seen all the men that you hang out with, and I'm the only man you've ever met. Um, and she- <laughs> Marina's rightly offended by this, uh, but ultimately it kind of feels like the storyline validates that that's line a good point of thinking. That's and true. so it, it for me it it took a little bit away from some of the other stuff that they're doing to um delegitimize that sort of rhetoric because ultimately like sinbad's way of doing things is right it succeeds And ultimately, he gets the girl (laughs) and ultimately, you know, things work out in his favor and he doesn't really go through any sort of major event that makes him reevaluate like uh, his casual sexism. I don't know.
1: Well, I don't know. I think, you know, that's an interesting question because I do think I think he is using it as more of like a. A reason to give Marina a hard time, right? Like,
0: okay, it doesn't
1: seem like he doesn't react to Eris. In the, I mean, Eris is a goddess, so that's maybe beside the point. But like, but like I, I you know, this is maybe a stupid argument to make because I do agree with everything that you said. But I feel <laughs> like I do feel like he is more like this doesn't excuse the behavior, but he is using it because he it's not that he believes those things it's that he wants he he's so frustrated with marina being there and reminding him of how guilty he feels about not wanting to help proteus and i feel like that like so later on so like they have this thing where marina saves them he immediately actually apologizes to her because on on you know, pressure of the crew,
0: yeah. Which like
1: huh? is a it's a funny scene. You can tell they don't mean it, but at least he's doing it. But then later, you know, so Marina gets picked up by a big bird, and you know, it's this whole thing they have <laughs> yeah, to save her, thing. and <laughs> this whole thing. And I kind of like that. So after that, they have an interaction where Marina says like. You came back for me. Like, you saved me. You didn't have to do that. Thank you. And she gives him this really genuine thanks. And he, at first, is going to brush it off. And he's like, oh. And then he says, like, you, you're you welcome. And he gives a very genuine you're welcome. And I feel like that is a moment where he is he's saying you're welcome, but he's... Acknowledging their give and take, you know.
0: I mean, I don't know if that's quite this is a very, very roundabout, tol- like it's still, I know it's, any- still, <laughs> it's, totally, it's totally, yeah. Anyways, I mean, we don't have to do like a deep uh, relationships analysis of good yeah, yeah, and bad, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it would turn up very well, but probably
1: not. But I do um, appreciate that they, I like you know, I appreciate that it's not a relationship just of like longing looks or something, like it is. They do have this banter, and Marina does have, like, she has, like, an equal role to him in the crew.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, and one thing that I do really like about Sinbad's character is uh, that it doesn't, you know, it's like they have perhaps this... It's not really about someone changing. Like, it's more about someone, like, Posturing and then allowing their inner good- goodness to govern themselves, <laughs> right? Right, <laughs> because, right? Right? Because Simba isn't actually like a bad guy at all. You know, he's just—it's literally just all posturing. It's just him yeah, playing this yeah. character, but ultimately. He does want to save Podius. He does want to come back. Like he does wanna save Marina and it's just yeah, kind of yeah. interesting. I, I do like it. It's like a, a different sort of narrative. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have a yeah. conclusion there.
1: No, and I think like, yeah, I, I when they're having that they're having that heart to heart after that the big bird thing. And Marina's like <laughs> I always wanted to travel the sea and it's supposed to be like their bonding moment where you're like oh they're in love now and I was actually reading the when I was trying to write up the events of it I was like reading the, the Wikipedia and um, and it was like so like they have this interaction where Marina's like I always wanted to travel the sea but now I have these you know things I have to do in Syracuse I have responsibilities and then Sinbad turns around and says like he's like you know, I was, I had this life with Proteus and, you know, it was so much fun. And then Marina's like, why did you guys fall out? And he's like, because, because of you. And it's like, because the ship that showed up with her on it arrived and he saw them meet at the docks and then he got jealous and left. And in the Wikipedia page, it's like, it's like Sinbad saw Marina and he fe- he fell in love with her and he didn't want to tell Proteus and so he left. And I was like,
0: no, the fuck no. Yeah, the fuck no. That's that not is how not that what read. Happened. He, got Proteus, he got jealous on behalf of Marina because yeah. she gets to marry Proteus. Because she gets to marry Proteus. He literally <laughs>
1: saw it. He was like, I was having a great time with, with Proteus. And then you showed And up. then
0: you fucking showed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: my God. And this is why... This is why I will push until the day that I die. That this you're like this is the hill I'm up,
0: gonna die on. This is the hill <laughs> I will die
1: it. on. It, then you're already Anna, Anna Jane. You know that this is my life's journey is to how ha- is is for them to be a thruple. They yeah. should have been <laughs> a thruple. Oh my goodness! Again with the thruples. <laughs> <laughs> and see, this is the thing. I so I am Polly. And there is, you know, obviously a atrocious, like, representation of polyamory in media. And 90% of the time it's punished for some reason or other. But I realized that, like, I was telling Anna the other day, I was like, oh my god. I was in love with, I was thinking about Mulan and I'm like, I'm in love with Shang and Mulan. Oh my god. I was in love with Sinbad, Marina, Proteus, and Eris. And, All Eris. Of <laughs> and Eris. And like Eris is the is the Dom I always want. <laughs> right. No, I know,
0: I know. For real um, though, right? Yeah, for real though. I, that's like <laughs> it's always like when I know that like a media it wasn't intended for me. It's like it, when I watch something and I'm like <gasps> oh <laughs> when she's like when a, when someone's like supposed to be the villain and i'm like wait but i want her to be the queen like <laughs> i want her to win i want her to win <laughs> yes
1: and i just like this i know it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be like casablanca or whatever i've never seen casablanca i haven't either
0: I, but, I literally don't um, even know what it's about
1: but I mean that's about like the same similar situation where like this guy is like oh my god do I choose my best friend or do I choose my best friend's wife or whatever? And I just feel like I'm like god damn it there Proteus and Sinbad's chemistry like Sinbad and Marina's chemistry like it, it this is ripe for a throuple. Give me the fucking throuple.
0: throuple. Give me the throuple. <laughs> is there any fanfiction of the throuple?
1: I don't know. I I've never, never looked it up. I've
0: never looked up um fan, fan fiction at all actually. There would probably be yeah, something not a bad Proteus. What are we doing? Oh, oh my sure. god. Oh my
1: god, you're right. Mis- you're like, we, we could, could
0: be- scratch this itch. We- yeah, well, like we we could have been living this fantasy this whole fucking time <laughs> if we had just discovered fanfiction.net like
1: <laughs> Oh my god. We could have. We could have. So, I mean, obviously it ends with like uh, they, they they have their whole showdown with Eris. I do love the showdown with Eris. Yeah, that's um, great. We don't even need to spoil it. Like it was a cool. Like the like they go to Tartarus and it's very cool. And then of course they they come back and some and Proteus is like saved or whatever. And uh, I think it's a good. I think it is a pretty good ending. I like the little yeah. like logic shenanigans that Eris yes. puts them through and. Um, and I love how I do feel like at the end Eris isn't really defeated. Like she's no, kinda just like
0: She's a god All right,
1: I'll just go off and do other things. Bad she literally things says elsewhere. like yep. I'm gonna do other bad things later. <laughs> later.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's just like my motto. <laughs> yes. I, I just have to go off and do some other bad things. So bye later later um, <laughs> do i show my wit yeah. um uh did i show my... Oh my god did i show my wit <laughs> oh my god. did i show my wit <laughs> yes i mean sinbad shows his wit i don't know why i'm trying to make that a thing i'm just i don't mind i don't mind <laughs> 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 Did I share
1: my wit? Oh, I do love, I love the moment when they get to the end, the edge of the world, and they're like about to go into Tartarus, and one of the, guys, they're the twins on the ship that are always betting on stuff, and one of them goes, pay it's up, flat. it's flat! <laughs> that was a good moment, I liked that. Yeah,
0: that was good.
1: Yeah, but you know, in the end, it's like, fellas, is it gay to die for your best childhood, bro? Is it? I mean, I yeah, you know, you we, and we everyone. Gotta track, else. We gotta track. We gotta track these things back to our our. You know, as as little gay children, it's like you know, get a lot to work yeah. with. So you have to use uh, what you can find. You just have to do it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. that's the, the that's the moral of this story. I have to insert my throuples um, into well, anywhere
0: th- i mean the moral <laughs> of sinbad is don't lie but the moral for us is ship your best friend, best gay friends all the time ship them all <laughs> all
1: the time ship them all i just i do kind of live for that the spicy the spicy sword fight yeah between the spicy Proteus sword pretty good. and sinbad at the beginning so good so <sighs> really good but anyway, that's the moral of the story, is this should have been a thruple, and I don't know why I keep saying that's the moral of the story, now there's like 15 morals of the story, but it should have been a thruple,
0: and I, I, will, I, I will die on that hill. Die on that hill, cat.
1: Hello, everyone, and I hope you enjoyed our programming for today. This is Kat, and just kind of let you know that uh, you you can reach us at our email, crado.kia.absurdum.podcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at CQA Pod. And uh, if you like the show, please give us a little rating, a little review on Apple Podcasts, and have a great day.